0: Traditionally, here where I live in the U.S., it's a sacrilege to put up Christmas decorations before Thanksgiving. But times are changing. Whether it's music, decorations, or all-important Christmas trees, folks are getting an early start on Christmas this year. The annual turkey hasn't even been pardoned by President Joe Biden. But that hasn't stopped many Americans from breaking out the Yuletide carols and jumping into the Christmas spirit. Radio stations in Fort Collins, Colorado, have already started rocking around the Christmas tree. A survey found states as different as Maine and Utah putting their decorations up earlier. Texas and Hawaii, the latest the debate rages. Some think, and I agree, that the years-long pandemic has made us cling to traditions and holidays a little tighter than usual. Celebrating Christmas early should be something that gets all Christians into the spirit. After all, Jesus is the reason for the season. So break out the carols and joy to the world. Welcome to Haven Today here on Monday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus And we're continuing a series we started last week called Our Pilgrim Life. With the American Thanksgiving holiday coming next week, I'm sure some of you listening heard the word pilgrim. But we're not talking about those particular pilgrims that came to North America in the early 1600s. But in some ways, we are. The question is, what exactly is a pilgrim? By definition, it's one who journeys to a distant land often one who does so for religious reasons. So it's no surprise that when John Bunyan wrote a book to encourage Christian sojourners, like you and me, he named it Pilgrim's Progress. It was first published in 1678. It's never gone out of print since then. In the next few minutes, we're going to go back to an interview I did with Tyler Van Haltren one year ago when he was still living in Cambodia as a missionary. He taught at a Bible college. Tyler had just released his first edition, his storybook interpretation of Pilgrim's Progress.
1: One of the surprising things was the number of parents who wrote me saying their, their book was soaked in tears by the end, or grandparents who said, I never understood Pilgrim's Progress. That, the language was too old. It was a little too confusing mm-hmm. for me. But this mm-hmm. helped me understand the message, finally.
0: Tyler Van Haltren will be back with us in a moment to share how the Lord gave him the idea for Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. I know you'll be encouraged to hear this young father talk about his desire for people of all ages to follow on a pilgrimage with Jesus Christ. After the program, I want to share the boxed set that Tyler has created featuring the storybooks based on Bunyan's works called Little Pilgrim's Big Journey Part One and the brand new Part Two. If you got Part One from us last year, you can just ask for Part Two. But the box set is so well done, hardback, gold foil stamping, brilliant illustrations, all in a keepsake slipcase. Young and old will treasure this set as they follow Jesus. And if you get the boxed set for Christmas, shipping is free and we will include a free code to download the audio versions of the books. So after the program, call us for one or more sets for Christmas. Call 800 haven 800 haven or go online and there you can watch the video that Tyler and I shot in England a few days ago as we walked in Bunyan's footsteps. And you can make your gift at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And now let's open the program with Matt Papa.
2: Lord, I'm tired. and so tired from traveling. This straight and narrow is so much harder than I thought. Path, I've met both doubt and pain, and I've heard their voices say, Yeah, you've given all you've got. There's a cloud of witnesses, the ones who've run this race, and even louder than my fears, they're crying. Why you lift your face and keep running, keep
3: running, don't lose. Turn around, you've got to find a way Somehow to keep reaching, keep fighting The pain cannot compare to the reward There will be yours that waits in store For those who just keep running
2: On this road this fight for holiness I've struggled and I've bled through these dangerous doors and spells. And I have foes their siren voices call Saying, boy, you're bound to fall With that heavy cross you bear But I remember there was one Who died to win this race He took the cross, he crushed the grave about to break but don't stop now know that every sacrifice it'll all be worth the price when you finally see his face just keep running
0: a song called a pilgrim's progress with matt papa here on this haven today our pilgrim life and i want us now to go back to an interview i did with tyler van haltren the author of little pilgrim's big journey one and two and when i spoke with him a year ago about this time he was still a missionary in cambodia teaching at a bible college so tyler welcome to haven today
1: Yes, thank you so much, Charles. It's uh, such a grace to be here.
0: It's good to have you on. I've been hearing about you now for probably two years, I guess. You're originally from Ontario, uh, Greater Toronto, but what are you doing in Cambodia?
1: Yeah, so we've been in Cambodia for just over two years teaching at a Bible school. So we've spent the first year learning language. And then I started teaching at the Phnom Penh Bible School uh, through a translator still, but hopefully someday in in Khmer.
0: Ah, ought to be young and learn languages quickly. Sounds good to me. Now, Tyler, the reason we have you on today is that you've written an updated storybook version of John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress. You're calling it Little Pilgrim's Big Journey. And we'll talk about this book in just a moment. But how did you get interested in Bunyan to begin with?
1: Yeah, so I became a a Christian, grew up Christian home, but became a Christian probably around the time, age 15. Mm -hmm. And as far as I can remember, the first book I picked up after becoming a Christian, when I I remember still very fondly and distinctly wanting to grow in Christ, picking up a book off my dad's shelf, thinking this looks interesting. And it was a a very old, actually 70 cent mass print paperback version of the Pilgrim's Progress from the, the 70s that sat on his shelf. And so I sat down and started to read that and was just blown away amazed by the imagery the truth uh, the doctrine that was in there and so that that stuck with me for for many years.
0: Well, so not only are you teaching at a Bible college in Cambodia today but this kept percolating with you. And so at some point along the way in the, the last couple of years or so you decided to do something about your keen interest in sharing it with others. What'd you do?
1: Yeah, so my son was about three years old and, and we'd start reading a lot of storybook Bibles and different books at night. And then I thought, oh, Pilgrim's Progress, that is amazing imagery. I would, I would love to love to share that with my son. So I started looking around on the web for a, a version that had been done for, for kids. And the only one I could find had uh, terrifying images in it. Uh that he burst (laughs) out crying because some of the images were so terrifying and probably some people know know the version I'm talking about. But so you decided you needed to take matters
0: in your own hands then?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So just the idea started rolling and and then just kept rolling by God's grace and felt like felt truly compelled to do it. Like it felt like uh the train was was going and and I was on it and I needed to uh make this a reality. So started looking into everything and publishing, writing books, illustration, and and then started chipping away at it.
0: I am holding in my hand a copy of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey, Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress, fully illustrated and adapted for the next generation. Now, you haven't veered from the original content, have you, that Bunyan wrote?
1: No, yeah, this is just an adaptation, so simpler, clearer for kids.
0: And you did the unheard of. You didn't go to a publishing company. You self-published this.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, we, so I started a small small kind of publishing company, which is really a fancy way of saying self-published, but started, it's called Lithos Kids. Yes. And then by God's grace, as more of these books went out and I couldn't handle the load myself, I was able to hire uh, two friends, one in the U.S. and one in Canada and uh, they've been able to help. So, And both of them are in ministry of different, different uh, ones. Husband's a pastor, the other was a missionary for a long time. So it's just a really sweet publishing company, sweet little team we have.
0: I love it. And let me just tell everybody listening, something that you did that a traditional Christian publishing house would not do. Mm-hmm. You went the extra mile with binding, uh, some gold stamping on the covers, and uh, it's hardback, and the illustrations are beautiful and for color. And uh, by golly, I'm giving one to my grandkids this Christmas, <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> what is there about Pilgrim's Progress that can still minister today to all of us, to non believers, to believers?
1: Yeah, it's such a powerful allegory. I mean, the, the most famous allegory in the English language, which is uh, just a story with a deeper spiritual meaning. So we follow Christian on his journey to this celestial city, and and we know everyone. There's that timeless image of him with that that burden on his back, crying out, "What can I do to be saved?" And a book in his hand. And so we've we've summed that up: of believe the king's word, follow the king's path, seek the king's city, and so this. This powerful imagery helps people from basically any background to engage with spiritual truth in a, a meaningful and uh, a deep way that resonates with kids.
4: Mm.
0: You've approached this it sounds like that that you've put in here a writing style that's easy for kids to remember. Yeah. Slogans, sayings, repetition. And yet you're still staying faithful to the original John Bunyan story of Pilgrim's Progress. I think we all need that, don't you?
1: Yeah, it's amazing. I've had uh, one of the surprising things was the number of parents who wrote me saying their their book was soaked in tears by the end, or grandparents who said, I never understood Pilgrim's Progress. That, the language was too old. It was a little too confusing mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. helped me understand the message, finally. Mm. So, one that's always stuck with me is one one parent shared their their child was... Um, struggling with cancer and they would read this to them in the hospital each day. And I remember getting Mm. that message and just being Mm. blown away by Mm. thinking, wow, I'm here in Cambodia, made this Mm. book and uh, you forget sometimes just the way it's floating around and God's God's using it. Uh, Mm. So things like that. And then my own son, just as we're here overseas, this idea of the celestial city has really resonated with him that we're, Mm -hmm. we're living for eternity and we're pilgrims, we're strangers, we're
0: exiles on this earth. Mm. Tyler, one of the things that we say on our program is we're all about Jesus. And uh, we're all about the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hear that you are passionate about grace. And you wanted to make sure that God's grace, the grace of our Jesus Christ, got into this modernization of Pilgrim's Progress. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Bunyan did an amazing job at this, uh, just absolutely brilliant in terms of the characters he brought into that would bring a sense of uh, legalism or morality or this idea. So as Christians on the path, there's some characters who help him and some characters who seem mm-hmm. to harm him. Mm-hmm. And at one point, as he's journeying towards the cross, this burden feels so heavy on his back. And there's uh, a man named Worldly Wiseman. And he says, oh, if you go to the town of legality, he can help you remove your burden and when he gets there he ends up being confronted essentially by the law and by his failure and realizes his need there's there's only one place this burden can be removed that's a repeated phrase your burden can only be removed at the place of deliverance which is the cross in bunyan's (laughs) allegory so it's almost as if bunyan takes us down the road of thinking can i save myself this way no you can't can i save myself this way no no way where can this burden be removed? Only at the cross. So there's that that beautiful, timeless moment where Christian approaches the cross. The burden falls off his back, rolls down the hill, and fo- it, is, it disappears. It's gone for good. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he takes time to to reflect on God's grace. So I wanted that to be the you know a pivotal moment in the story. And then also we incorporated. There's a, a chapter summary at the end of each chapter, and in, in those mm-hmm. I always wanted to take a, a little deeper dive into the gospel and give some Bible verses, things that families can study through.
0: Mm. Tyler, give me another pivotal moment that takes place in um, what you're calling little pilgrim's big journey.
1: Yeah. One of, one of the most memorable moments is when Christian encounters Apollyon and Apollyon is this great dragon that represents Satan. And as we know from scripture, Satan is the accuser. And so Apollyon says to Christian as he, he wants to stop him on the path, he says, I'm the Lord of the city of destruction. You must go back. You must serve me. And then Apollyon says this to him. He says, but you don't really serve the king. You disobeyed him many times. First, you fell into the bog of despair. Then you strayed from the path. You were lazy and slept too long and almost turned back when you saw the lions. You don't seem to love the king at all. Christian responds, all this is true and much more that you left out, but the prince whom I serve is merciful and ready to forgive all who turn to him. And so we all know as believers that feeling of uh, guilt, uh, accusation, a sense of our our sin coming back to us, even after we've trusted in Christ. And so here we see how Satan can confront us and, and kind of accuse us with that, and yet how by God's grace, we can respond in confidence and then Christian ends up fighting Apollyon and overcoming him with with the king's strength in the king's armor.
0: Tyler, um, I just want to say thank you for joining us on Haven today. Thank you for getting up at an outrageous hour to interview (laughs) with us from Cambodia. But before we have to go, people all over this world need the gospel. They need Mm -hmm. the grace that Bunyan wrote about. They need Christ Jesus, and uh, they need... The blood of Jesus shed on the cross to cover them of their sins. Would you lead us in prayer right now, from Cambodia to our listeners everywhere, but primarily in North America? Then, yeah,
1: I'd be happy to. Oh, Heavenly Father, thank you for the grace you've given us. Lord, we we're all uh, straying from you. We all went astray, and yet you led us back. Uh, God, you've called us to yourself. And you've given your son uh, to cover all the sins, all the wrong we've done. And Lord, uh, for those of us who have trusted in you, we know what that burden feels like, that, that, mm. that awful, heavy burden yes. of sin. Uh, yes. And God, by your grace, you've freed us from that and have called us uh, to your eternal home. So we praise you for that. We praise you for the ways you've worked in history through books like The Pilgrim's Progress to help people rediscover and discover for the first time the message of the gospel that Christ alone can save us. And we praise you for that. Thank you for the ministry of Haven, uh, for the way your word is being broadcast uh, across North America and even across the world Pray you'd continue to multiply that in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, Tyler Van Haltren, thank you so much. You've been a blessing to me today and I'm sure a blessing to all our listeners.
1: Thank you, Charles. It's such a privilege to be here and so, so appreciate the invite. Jesus strong.
4: Your likeness, let me wait, Jesus God.
0: of Christian musicians, Jesus draw me ever nearer. May this journey on a haven today, our pilgrim life. I'm so glad that I could share again this interview I did with Tyler Van Halteren when he was still teaching at a Bible college in Cambodia. He's back home now in Canada, outside Toronto with his family. We were talking about his first edition of Little Pilgrim's Big Journey based on John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress And now he has an adaptation of the sequel that Bunyan wrote. Both of these storybooks will help not only children understand this story that leads to Jesus, it'll help you as well. So for your minimum gift, more if you can send it to Haven Today, I'd like to send you the boxed set of Little Pilgrims, Big Journey 1 and 2. And these hardback, cloth-covered, gold-foiled stamp books come in a keepsake slipcase perfect to give away as a Christmas present for young ones and old ones in your life. But don't forget to make a gift and get one for yourself. And if you get the box set for Christmas, shipping is free, and we will include a free code to download the audio versions of the books. So call us right now, 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN. Or go online, watch the video we shot when we were in Bunyan's hometown a few days back and make your gift for one or more sets at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you already received part one from us last year, we have part two by itself, if you ask. But the new box set in a lovely slipcase is what I suggest. And if you want us to send this directly to a loved one as a Christmas gift, just send us their name, maybe a little note and their address, and we'll also ship it free ASAP. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks so much for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when, again, together, we'll share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Did you ever use chairs and blankets to build a fort? I don't know if kids do this anymore, but before smartphones, video games, social media, it was a big deal, especially if your friends were over. Pretty soon the chairs were disappearing from the kitchen table and no one could find their bed sheets. And then the real work began. Humans are builders. It's part of who God created us to be. But the greatest builder is our savior, Jesus. Hebrews telling us that Jesus has been found worthy of greater honor than Moses, just as the builder of a house has greater honor than the house itself. He built the house of God, and he invites you to enter it by believing in him. Get Anchor devotional in print monthly. Visit getanchor.com.